All right. All right, let's go to God's word. Today we will start, um, we'll teach from the book of Philippians chapter number three. Philippians chapter number three. Um, I'll start reading from verse one. Philippians chapter number three from verse one. Chapter number one from verse chapter number three from verse one. All right. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. To write this same thing to you, to me indeed is not grievous. But for you is saved. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers. Beware of the conscientious. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh. If any other man thinketh that he had well wrought, he might trust in the flesh. I more. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, an Hebrew of Hebrew, and as and no, Hebrew of Hebrew, as touching the law, a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I count loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law. But that which, true, that which is true, the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I might know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the righteousness unto the righteousness of the dead not as though I have already attained neither were already perfect but I follow after if that I may if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ brethren I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded, 
And if any, and if, and if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Nevertheless, whatsoever we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. Brethren, be followers together of me and mark them which walk as ye have us for an example. For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly and whose glory is their shame who mind earthly things for our conversation is in heaven from hence also we look for the Savior the Lord Jesus Christ who shall change our veiled body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word. As we go into the explanation of scripture, we pray that it causes us to triumph. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen in Jesus' name. All right. Um, Paul's writing. We'll be looking at. We'll be looking at today's. We'll be looking at today's word from Paul's writing, and um, if you ask a genuine believer of Christ, um, a genuine believer of Jesus Christ, his his or her greatest desire. Um, you meet a believer and say, "What's your greatest desire?" Some of the answers will be that I want to walk in the center of God's will. Our walk and work, W-A-L-K, in the center of God's will. Some will say to please God. Some will say to fellowship with Him. And others will say to make heaven. All these are, are genuine aspiration of a believer. All these are the desires of believers' hearts. But in Paul's writing to the Ephesian church in verse number 10, Paul made a strong pronouncement. He says, in all that I want to do is that I, that I may know him. I want to know him and the power of his resurrection. Most times we will stop there that I may know him. And for some of us, we want to see the power of his resurrection. So we go further. But Paul did not stop there. Paul went ahead and says, And the fellowship of his suffering. And the fellowship of his suffering. Then he made the last time. And being conformable unto his death. And the fellowship of his suffering. Today we'll be looking at that I may know him. That I may know him. That I may know him. 
Everywhere in scripture, you see where genuine believers of God or genuine servants of God seek the same thing. In Exodus chapter number 33, verse 18. Exodus chapter number 33, verse 18. Moses, he asks God, he says, God, show me your glory. He says, and he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. Show me thy glory. I want to know you, that I might know you. Show me the glory. David in Psalm 42, verse 1. Psalm 42. Psalm 42. Verse 1, he says, As the deer panted after the water brook, so my soul panted, O God. As the deer panted, so my soul. I want to know you. And Paul in Philippians that we read, he says, that I might know you. My question to you and I today, is that your desire? Are you interested in the things that Christ has bought for you? Or you are interested in knowing Christ? That I might know you and the power of your resurrection and the fellowship of the suffering and being conformed to the image of Christ. It is, it is possible to be with somebody and not know the person. It is possible to be with people and not know them. It is very, very possible. It is very possible to have things also and not value them. You know, some people say that you don't know the value of a thing until after you have lost them. You don't know the value of people after they are gone. You know, the last few weeks, uh, last few days, uh, the death of, uh, what's my name? Uh, no, no, not Prince. Um, DMX. That's when people start saying, oh, DMX, he's a this, he's even the... But when he was alive, nobody talked about him. In fact, this morning while I was preparing, this guy came to my heart. People say PD is Kana, yes. Snoop Dogg. And Snoop Dogg came to my mind and I'm, and I'm asking myself, how well have we prayed for this gentleman? How well have we ministered to this gentleman? We don't know the value of people until they're gone. Michael Jackson, everybody shouted, oh, the greatest. But when he was alive, people were always criticizing him. Uh, you bleach, you change your color from white to black. No, it, it, it's now, it's now uh, for some of us that grew up trying to model ourselves to, with that guy, we now understand what pain he went through. If you are young, you might not be able to understand. He, 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 he's one of the best, but because of his skin color, he was reduced. The Jackson 5 were not, were not uh, as, uh, as, what will I use now? As honored as they should. But when he decided to bleach himself, change his color, he was even much more honored than his brother for the same father, the same mother. Well, we don't value things. We don't value people until they are gone. I said that to say that the gentleman that they killed, Floyd, uh, George Floyd, and his wife's student that they killed after I was again in the same place, they did the pain that 
the, the those communities went to went through in the old and they're still going through and i say it's a systematic racism and people don't want to and i'm not into racism today no problem. but you don't know the value of what you have until you have lost it you don't know the value happy independence to zimbabwe though my my people said they are not independent but the, happy independence let's start from there we pray in the name of jesus that god will bring a savior to that nation in the name of jesus you know the nation was one of the best in the southern african country fought apartheid against the white community that were oppressing uh, south africa and those in that region but the same people that built the country are the same people that destroyed the country for greed and for power so we will pray and we will keep praying for zimbabwe that god will raise a Joshua that will restore the glory of God in Zimbabwe. So before we end today's service, we'll add it to our prayer. We'll pray for Zimbabwe. Amen. Now, it is possible, like I said, to be with somebody and not know the person. Let's look at John chapter 14. John chapter number 14, from verse 8. John 14, 8. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it's sufficient for us. And Jesus answered, Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet had thou not known me, Philip? He that had seen me had seen the Father, and how said thou, show us thy Father? Everybody, genuine Christian, desire to know God, desire to fellowship with God. And it was so possible, like as in the case of the disciples, they were with him, they've enjoyed the miracle, they've seen his mighty power. But lo and behold, they didn't really know him. You see, it is possible to claim to even know God, which is good to know God. But the next question I want to ask is, does God really know you? Does God really know you? Luke chapter number 13. Verse 27. Luke 13, 27. Now let's start from verse 26. Then said he again to you to say, Then shall ye begin to say, We have eaten and drink in thy presence, and thou hast taught in thy street. But he shall say, I tell you, I know ye not whence ye are. Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. So it is possible to even claim to be a Christian. It is possible to even come to church, to even be the pastor and preach and not even be known by God. Today, my prayer is that we will not just know God, but we will be known by God. Now, uh, thinking about certain things, um, don't, don't persecute me. Don't ask me questions after now. You know, for some of us that are from the southern part of Nigeria, especially southwest, there are many things in our language that cannot just be translated for English word for word. Or it's, for example, you go to a Yoruba person's place, you will hear the word like ekabo, ekule, ekujoko. What? So translate it word, translate that to English, ekabo. Ekabo could be welcome. 
Ekule, so what is Ekule? Ekujoko, everything. But you see, so those things had um, cultural meaning to those people. But when you take it to English, it loses its value. It's, it's watered down. You can't even find it. The same thing Paul is saying here. He says, that I might know him. Paul, you have had an encounter at Damascus, on the road to Damascus. You, you've been translated or you've been to the third heaven. You, you've, you've seen Jesus. You, say, uh, you, you wrote to third of the New Testament and you're still asking that I might know him. The word know there, uh, there are seven, seven to eight words in Greek that is just translated literally as no. So the word no there, it's, saying it on the surface may mean, um, may mean little to what Paul was saying at that time. Just looking at it on the surface, it may not make any sense. Uh, some of the words that were used as no in the new, in Greek or in the New Testament, one could mean revelation, knowing by revelation. One could mean knowing by um, studying. One could mean knowing beforehand, where we say we have um, uh, the gift of knowledge. You know ahead of time. So just putting that I might know him there, it might just seem so... Um, it was so watered down to what Paul was actually speaking. Paul says that I might know him. The knowing Paul was talking about is a knowing which the Greek or the Jews in those days would call intimacy. When Genesis chapter number three or there about three or four, when the Bible says, and Adam knew Eve. That's the word knowing in the Greek that is used here. Paul says that I might have a one-on-one ever-increasing knowledge of him. Some of us, we know God by the books. We know God because it is said that there is a God. We know God because we go to church. Our pastor has preached to us that there is God. But Paul is saying, I don't just want to know that. I want to know him for myself. John chapter number one. No, first John chapter number one. First John chapter number one. This people had something which we need to understand. First John chapter number one. First John chapter number one. It's Paul, no, Peter, uh, John writing. He says, that which was in the beginning, which we have heard. We have heard of God. You and I have heard of God. You and I are hearing of God. He says, that which was in the beginning, which we have heard. So it's not just to hear. Look at what he went for, uh, which we have seen with our eyes. We have seen it with our eyes. We now look upon it. And our hands have handled of the word of life. So it's not just a, a hearsay. It's not just head knowledge. It's the knowledge from the spirit. It's the, what we will call the heart knowledge. It's the knowledge that comes from deep revelation. Paul says, yes, I have written about you, but I don't just want to stop there. I want to ever increase in knowing you. The question to you and I today 
is are we ready to everly increase in knowing him? That I might know him. I've always asked why. Why would Paul say, I want to know you? Paul, you, you, are, you are one of the finest when it comes to the New Testament. When it comes to the apostolic, you are one of the best. In fact, you have, Paul giving his credential, he says, I am an Hebrew of Hebrew. In fact, in terms of the law, I am a Pharisee. I am of the high class. The, Paul could be likened to the story where Jesus says, the, young, the rich young ruler. In terms of wealth, Paul was there. In terms of knowledge, Paul was there. But he says, I want to know you. The question to you and I today is, do you really want to know him? Do you want to have a deeper relationship with him? That I might know him. I'm not just stopping in knowing him. Uh, that I might have the knowledge of him in a deeper sense. Like David says, like the bear panted after the water that brood, so my soul pant after you. Like Moses says, show me your glory. Do you want to see the depth of God? Do you want to see the glory of God? Or you just want to? Feel the numbers. One of my greatest fear is, one of my greatest fear, and it affected when I eventually had to start ministry, is not have is having people come to church and not knowing God. You know, it could be easy for you to join the crowd, mix with the crowd, and say the same cliche that everybody will say, oh, bless you, thou bless you, hey, thus said the Lord, and not know God. What's my greatest, you are done, greatest fear. God is asking you and I, do you really know me? But he doesn't, he's not just stopping and asking you the question, he's making room, making availability for you to know him. To have intimacy with him. It's not about the number of times you come to church. The services you render to church in church. It's about the fellowship you have with him. It's about the intimacy you draw with him. That I might know him. That I might know him. It's knowledge based on intimacy. It's not just head knowledge. It is ever increasing knowledge. Ever increasing fellowship with him. I just don't want to stop in, an, in, a, in the head knowledge. I, I, I want to have experiential knowledge. Psalm 103. Psalm 103 verse 7. The Psalm 103 verse 7. Who gets there first? Verse 7. He made known his ways unto Moses. And his acts unto the children of Israel. He made known his ways. The, the person, that the individual that desires fellowship with him, God make known his ways. Some of us are so interested in the act of God. Oh God, he may heal me. He, God, provide the food for me. He, he, the, this is what Christ has done for me. I, I'm, I'm the righteousness of God. We, we, we are staying on the blessedness of God. But we don't want to know him. He says, God make his way known to those who want to fellowship with him. And that's why Paul will always say that I might know you. That I might know you. Check his prayer in Ephesians, which we'll be praying today. Ephesians chapter number one. 
uh, we'll be praying that prayer today. It says that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints. He was so interested in them knowing God. And today, my cry is, know God for yourself. Not just his act. His acts are good. But his ways. But his ways. That I might know him. And the power of his resurrection. Knowledge, deep knowledge based on fellowship. That which we have seen with our eyes. Which we have looked upon. Which our hands have handled. You are hearing now. The Bible says faith coming by hearing and hearing of the word of God. You are hearing now. But after you have heard, go back unto the scripture. God, show me your glory. Show me your face. That I might know you.
wanted something deeper. Paul wanted to just know him more personally, not just on the surface. He said, I count all things as dumb. Now listen, the most important thing is to put the horse before the cart. Well, Paul has gotten all the degree he needs to get. He has gotten all the experience he needs to get. He says, of the Pharisees, I'm the top. He, when it comes to the laws, he, when it comes to uh, Hebrew, I'm an Hebrew of Hebrew. I'm a Benjamite. I've done all those things. But he says, I count all those things I've done. The first thing I need to do is that, that I might know him. Then I need to know the power of his resurrection. The Bible says, if the same spirit that raised up Christ dwells in your mortal body, the same Holy Spirit, I want to know the power that brought you from the dead. I believe, but I want to know the power that brought you from the dead. I want to know. You see, when you, when you, when you take a coal, a a, a coal, put it in fire, and it's hot, it's it gets fire when you take it out of that fire anything you bring it in contact with gets that fire Paul is saying I want to fellowship with you that that fire in my bone that that resurrection power that I have that you have given to me will be easy to transmit to everybody so fire burning fire he says iron sharpness iron by your fellowship, by the resurrection power. I want to know you. I want to know you and the power of your resurrection and the fellowship of the suffering. See, in these days and age, many of us as believers, we're just so interested in the power of God. And that's why you see people jumping from one church to another. I want to, I want, where there is power, where is, we don't want to stay on the world. It is Jesus first before the resurrection power that I might know you, that I might know him, then the power of his resurrection, then the fellowship of his suffering. Some people that, some of us, we, we we, we we want to know him. We want to experience the power, but we don't want to take part in the suffering of his resurrection. We don't want to take part in his suffering also. There are things that Jesus only has to do. The price for our salvation, it is only Jesus that has to go through it. It's only Jesus that needs to die on the cross. That's why you don't need to die for anybody on the cross. It's done once and for all. But when it comes to the wrestling of the flesh and the spirit, that suffering, that pain, that that fellowship of that suffering, it has to be you. It has to be you. It has to be you. It shows in what you do. It shows in what you do. Does your Christian life make any difference? Is there any difference between you that believe in God and those who do not believe in God? That I might know you. I don't know what your desire is from today, but like Paul, no matter how good he was, no matter how much of God he has seen, No matter how, he said, I've gone to the third heaven. I can't even tell you. He says, there are things I can't even reveal to you. There are things that even my saying it is hard for me. But he said, I still want to know him. I want to have a daily and ever-increasing knowledge of him. 
در رحم نوحی در رحم نوحی شومی یو فیس فیل اپ دا سپیس مای Substitutes right now. Fix what I see. Lord, fix us. God, please fix me. Lord, please fix us. My world needs you. Help us. Our priority will be you, O God. My world needs you. Ephesians chapter number one, verse fifteen. Wherefore I also, after I've heard of your faith in your faith in the Lord Jesus. And your love for all the saints cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayer, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Verse 18, that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of His calling and what is the riches of His glory, of His inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards what we believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in the world to come and had put all things under his feet and had given him to be the head of all things to the church, which is this body, the fullness of the fullness of him that filleth all things. Chapter number three, verse uh, chapter number three, verse 14. For this cause I also bow down my knee unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, in whom the whole family of the family in heaven and in the earth is named, that he will grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened in might by the Spirit in your inner man. That Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the sin, the breadth, the length, and the depth, and the height, and to f- know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. And now, unto now him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the 
power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. I want you to begin to pray and say, God, open my eyes to see you. Open my eyes to understand you. Open my eyes to know you, that I want to know you. This is your first and most important desire. Christ first before the power of his resurrection, that I might know you, that the eyes of my understanding will be enlightened, that the wisdom of God that floods my that should flood my heart this morning or this afternoon in the name of Jesus. I want you to begin to open your mouth and pray. Call upon the name of the Most High God. I want to know you. Lord, I want to know you. I want to know you. I don't just want head knowledge. I want an experiential knowledge of you. I want a depth, a revelational knowledge of you. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and begin to pray. Pray for yourself while I pray for myself. In the name of Jesus. Somebody pray for himself in the name of Jesus. That I might know you, Lord. I don't want to honor you with my lips. I want to honor you with my heart. Matthew chapter number 15 verse 8. He says, these people, they honor me with their lips, not with their heart. They do not know me from the depth of their heart. They only know me because somebody said about me. Oh God, reveal yourself to me in the name of Jesus. Reveal yourself to me. In Ask God that you don't want to just be satisfied in knowing about God, but you want to press forward to knowing God in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. I don't just want to be satisfied in knowing about God. I want to know Him. Not just about Him, but I want to know Him. He says for Moses, he shows him his way. For the children of Israel, he showed him his part. Oh God, don't just show me the works of your hand. Show me your glory. Show me your glory. In the name of Jesus. Show me your glory. In the name of Jesus. Show me your glory. Show me your glory. I don't just want to show, see your, your act. I want to see your heart. In the name of Jesus. I don't want to be the children that knows you by no head knowledge. I want my life to be a reflection that I know you intimately. I want an intimate relationship with you. In the name of Jesus. I want to know you, Lord. I want to know you, Lord. I'm not so God satisfied with where I am. I want to know you more. Not just in the, in the books, but oh God in my heart. I want not just head knowledge. I want revelational knowledge. Open your heart to me in the name of Jesus. Show me your glory in the name of Jesus. Show me the glory. Lord God, I don't just want to be a statistic in the body of Christ. 
Machande de Kapaladisha, Angadesh Galibadados, Malado Zuzuziha, Lebranana Zuzuzaha, Nanda Lenga Lushaha, Ugala, Ugala Babaria Kotosha, Megados Kalabaha, Ale Bababa, Ika Bababa, Zuzuzi Galabaha, Yeketalaba, Mantelli Anana Shakata. Lord, show me your glory. Show me your glory. Show me your glory. Oya la la la, man la 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 shaha, yele yele shaha. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. I want us to pray one prayer. That you will not be a statistic in the body of Christ. When I mean statistic in the body of Christ, when I count those who are coming to church, you are there. Those who sing in the church, you are there. Those who clean the church, you are there. But those who know God, we can't find you. Those who have relationship with God, we can't find you. That from today henceforth, you will not just have head knowledge of Christ, but you have an experiential knowledge of Christ. In the name of Jesus, I want you to pray that your eyes of understanding will be enlightened. You have experiential knowledge with Christ and of Christ. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. As the deer panted after the water brook, O Lord, we pant after you. We ask that no member of this fellowship, no member of this body, will be an empty believer. Rather, we will be a believer filled with the knowledge of your will. Not just head knowledge, not just knowing about you, but knowing you. Lord, we will know you. We will know you and the power of your resurrection. We will know you. We will have an encounter with you individually, collectively, in the name of Jesus. And I will pray in the name of Jesus that at the end of it all, we will not fail to do the assignment you've called us to do. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Good afternoon, everybody. Pretty well. Um, thanks for joining today's service. God bless us real good. Like we have learned, it's more important to know God. If Paul that had all the revelation, all the insights, all the encounter, still wants to know more of God, who are you, who am I? There's much more to know about God. And I pray as we make ourselves available to know Him. God will show up for us in Jesus' precious name. We have prayed. Amen. Amen. All right. Um, certain information I will not. Um, certain information I will not say online. Now, I need to say so because um, we want to avoid certain things from happening uh, so uh, please we will be sending we will be sending some of the informations as um, what they call it text messages um, so that we all be on the same page 
So uh, if you're not receiving text messages, please let us know. And it has to do with service and um, how we will be conducting service henceforth. So if you've not been receiving messages, let us know so that we can add you to the list. Now, services remains the same from Monday to Friday to Saturday, 6.30 a.m. We have morning, morning devotion, 6.30 a.m. 6.30 a.m. Sorry. Two things I have forgotten, so I just remember. I've forgotten Zimbabwe prayer. Who prefers Zimbabwe? All right. So 6.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. Monday to Saturday, we have morning devotion. It's on MixLR, www.mixlr.com forward slash CIUCF. Um, then Monday to Saturday also, by 2 p.m., we have lunch break. The lunch break is worship session. We'll have um, online for one hour from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Then on Wednesday, we will not be having Bible study, but we'll just be having um, we'll not be having Bible study and family meeting this weekend or this week. But on Wednesday we'll have prayer meeting. Don't worry, leave it like that. On when leave on Wednesday we'll have prayer meeting, um, and on Thursday no family meeting, and on Saturday we'll have no Friday we'll have. Um, prayer meeting also. Fridays are prayer and fasting. Then on the evening by 6 p.m. we come to pray. But this Wednesday no Bible study because of the exams. So we're going to be praying also for the exam this morning. And we'll be praying for the exam also on Wednesday. And um, on Friday also we'll do our normal prayer and fasting. Then on Sunday, it's a Sunday service. Like I said, I just want to keep everything as calm as possible. Not to say anything further than this. Because I feel some people have heard when we said Saturday service, and let's just leave it that way. Um, without any further ado, let us pray for our exams. Let's commit the exams to God's hand. The Bible says that um, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word. Study. Uh, some people will say it's this, study the scripture. Yes, let's just take the study out of it that God said we should study. So I want us to pray and ask God that as we study for exams, that God will grant us um, retentive memory. God will encourage us and God will give us um, the grace to come out successfully in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Let's open our mouth and pray. Ask God for wisdom in the name of Jesus. Ask God for wisdom in the name of Jesus. Ask God for wisdom. In the name of Jesus, ask God for wisdom. In the name of Jesus, ask God for wisdom. In the name of Jesus, that this exam will be the best you've written so far. And when I say the best, people say, oh, whatever, me that I've gotten 4.0. You got 4.0 reading 8 hours, 9 hours, sleepless nights. What about getting 4.0 reading just fewer hours, understanding this word, you can even reproduce it. I want you to pray and say, God, help me that this exam will be the very best in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. I want us to pray for Zimbabwe. 
today is their independence, using the independence as a point of contact, that God will revive the nation. God will revive the nation. Yeah, that God will bring back the prosperity of the nation. I mean, Babu used to be one of the richest in the Southern African nation, but all of a sudden, everything went south. I want us to pray that God will revive that nation. God will revive the nation. The Bible says when the people pray, God answers. Uh, when the people of Israel prayed in Egypt, God sent down Moses to save them from destruction. I want us to pray and say in the name of Jesus, Lord, send down the reviver. Send down the man. Send down the system. Send down a people that will revive this nation. That will make this nation a, 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 uh, a nation well to do in the name of Jesus. Let's pray in Jesus' name. Let's pray in Jesus' name. Asha Kataliha, Mengaleda Zuzi Kata, Egalika Tale Maso Sotelika Bande Judala, Engoloso Kotishi Ketala Masha Deha, Kusika Labasha Dehi, Kazila Labasha Deha. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. I want to say something uh, political. And um, so that when we're praying for nations and for example, we're using Zimbabwe as a point of contact. Um, we will pray with understanding. Some of the things that happen is as a result of um, governmental policies. So that's it. Um, I'll go to history and I'll tell you how nation feel. How nation feel. And some of them, over time, they um, they, they, they survive, so to say. But uh, let's say, when the children of Israel left Egypt, the way God did it was to destroy Egypt. It might be technical, but uh, God said, let my people go and they refuse. But when they were going to leave, Egypt chased them out. Egypt chased them out. And Egypt fell. When you chase a people out from your land, maybe God brings people to your country to reside, to settle, and you begin to maltreat them and begin to you chase them out. Once there's that exodus, that nation fails. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll do it. And I'm going to say it. And it's going to affect Nigeria also. So, um, when Poland... Poland used to be one of the strongest nations. When they chased the Jews, killed them and everything, they, they also failed. Then in 19, I think in the 1970s, Nigeria chased Ghana. That's where we brought Ghana must go. Since then, Nigeria has been struggling. Sometimes we say, ah, corruption. It's not corruption. It's that wickedness that we did that is causing our problem. Uh, until we sit down and ask God for forgiveness as a nation and beg Ghana. It will be, it will be, it will be, it will be something difficult. When you exodus people, it happens. Now, if you want to doubt it, check Zimbabwe. When they chased the white farmers away, the country plunged. It went down. They have to ask the white, the the, the country belongs to Zimbabweans. That's no doubt. But when the when you chase people that are there, when you chase them away, there's going to be a problem. Since then. They are, there was, they, the country was just going down. So they need to, so, you know, the, the issue, sorry, service has closed. I'm just doing political roundup. 
Service has closed. I've not shared the case, but I've just been But I just wanted to, to know these things. You see, when um, these white farmers, somewhere along the line, they've neutralized or nationalized, they become Zimbabweans. Even though they are Brits, they become Zimbabweans. They, they, they're born there. They are generations there, fourth, maybe second or third generation. And they own these properties somewhere along the line, whether they took it legally or illegally. But these properties are theirs. And they chased them away. Uh, that pain, that pain, and that cry. Airlights, don't worry. Nana is not holding you responsible. But that pain, that cry that um, the white farmers had brought pain or brought, uh, sort of, I don't want to call shame, but brought that downfall. To Zimbabwe. So we need to, as we're praying for the Zimbabwe nation to be revived, to be revived, we need to pray that God have mercy. The, the people also have the heart to forgive. Where there is forgiveness, there is healing. And that's why Jesus said, uh, one of the, the healing, where he healed the guy that was blind, where the disciple later asked him, says, who sinned that is? He says, when there is forgiveness, there is healing. The guy with the palsy, Luke chapter number two or four, when the four friends brought him, it says your sin are forgiven, then healing comes. When we pray for the healing or the forgiveness, then healing will come to Zimbabwe. That's a revelation. I just will end it there. Don't worry. Nana, Nana is forgiving you. Don't worry. All right. Amen. Also, I want to say politics. I, I, really, I really don't like going to politics. I want to say that um, there is one social media uh, platform that we we are not been talking so much about but we are there we're not talking about it, it is um, online church it's called online church so our handle or whatever it is is called ciucf.online.church when you click ciucf.online.church you will go you you have you have the same service like we have now yes yeah, it's, it's even yeah you can interact not just with ciucf members you can interact with other people worldwide they are watching your service as, as it's going on, so you can interact with them, share knowledge and the likes. Amen. God bless us real good. Uh, that's all. Let's take our confession. Our confession, Psalm 91, Harvest Version. Amen. Because I dwell in the secret place of the Most High, I will rest under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, you are my refuge and my fortress. My God in you I trust. Surely he saves me from the foulest snare and from the deadly pestilence. He covers me with his feathers and under his wings I put my trust. His faithfulness will be my shield and buckler. I will not fear the terror of the night nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the plague and destruction that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at my side, ten thousand at my right hand, but it will not come near me.
sorry, a thousand may fall at my side, ten thousand at my right hand, but it will not come near me and my household. I will only observe with my eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. I have made God my refuge, and I made the Most High my dwelling. No harm shall overtake me, no disaster will come near my habitation. God has commanded his angels concerning me that I, will, I be guarded in all my ways. They will lift up my hands so that I will not strike my foot against stone. I will tread on the lion and the cobra. I will trample on the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in his troublous time. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Praise God. Uh, before you share the grace, I want to do two things. Number one, um, number one, it will be uh, it might sound as though I'm partial, but it will be unjust for me not to say congratulations to Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea, thank you. At least uh, some people will not carry treble even if they win Champions League. But you know you have Champions League to still face your still you might still be the same enemy. But anyways, thank you. But then finally, before we go, you see, we gather here Sunday. And um, it's like Sunday service, but there's no refreshment for us after service. But to the glory of God, my God, my God, I wish the media unit would just help me and uh, show us the refreshment for today. Before I share the grace, let's, let's see the refreshment. And I will tell you, refreshed by... So I, I'm waiting for the media to show you a refreshment for today. And this refreshment is sponsored by Dish Heaven. So next week, if, yes, this is refreshment after service. Next week, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to sponsor our, our refreshment, you are welcome. <laughs> we can't pause it there without have labor in the, in the spirit. You should labor in the flesh to us. So, so, so. <laughs> So refreshment. But before you travel from wherever you are, if you can beat the coffee to reach here, it will have finished. So don't just try to waste your time. It will have finished. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, <laughs> the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Bless about us now forevermore. Amen. Father, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. I ask in the name of Jesus that this week shall be a week full of testimony. I pray, O oh God, for the release of your blessing upon each and every one of us in our in area of finance in area of health i pray that there will be healings and there will be deliverance in the name of jesus i pray in the name of jesus that you will not suffer your children you will not allow your children to suffer the wrath of men and i pray in the name of jesus everywhere that you have been bound there is release now in the name of jesus 
I decree in the name of Jesus that you will experience divine exemption of disaster in the name of Jesus. The evil one will not succeed in your affairs in the name of Jesus. The glory of God is seen upon your life. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. We thank you because everyone under the sound of my voice and those who will be listening, they will experience more than you they bargained for in you. They will have a deeper revelation of you. There will be encounters in the spirit in the name of Jesus. Some of them you will show them as they open scriptures. They will show them your light. And some of them it will be by visions and revelation that in inward weakness. And they will come to the comprehension of the fullness of what you have planned for them. And as we grow in the knowledge of your will, Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will do beyond what we have imagined. Let this week be a week of testimony. Let it be a week of testimony. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen in Jesus' name. Surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Praise God. The people that are saying they want to collect their own, please. We are claxing. This call forward. You can protest in your house. If you protest beyond your house, we will call police for you. Amen. God bless us really good. Let's have a good weekend. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.